Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe. I'm a self-love and empowerment coach. I am a mentor and a friend. And today I'm just going to be a fellow sister on the journey, kind of sharing with you things that have supported me um, around this topic of anxiety about being behind or feeling like you aren't on track with where you think you are supposed to be. Does that resonate with you? I have a feeling it does because if you're listening to this, then we have a lot in common. And this is a topic that has come up for me in my self-love journey many times. So even today, so I'm I'm getting ready to go to the beach this weekend, spend Easter weekend with my family. Um, Easter weekend, I'm excited because my boyfriend is coming and his sister. And so it's kind of cool because we're able to like bring together a my family and his family for us to spend this Easter together. But I woke up this morning with a little bit of anxiety around, holy shit, there's certain things that I want to get done and I'm not sure that I'll be able to get it all done. And so I'm just going to walk you through my personal process of productivity, right? Of, of, making sure that I'm not letting the overwhelm of stress get in the way of actually taking action to get certain things done, while at the same time, not getting stuck in this like hustle, go, go, go mindset that leaves me feeling drained. So the first thing that I did this morning, which is the first thing I do every single morning, um, is I pull out my journal. So, well, let me, let me back up. So waking up in the morning, turning my alarm clock off, I immediately go to, if I'm not taking a shower, I will immediately start washing my hands with cold water because that just wakes me up. Like our hands and our feet are so sensitive. And so that wakes me up, put cold water on my hands, put cold water on my face. Um, And then I drink Organifi green juice. And so this episode is actually sponsored by Organifi green juice because it is the thing that brings me mental clarity and it also regulates my digestive system. It gives me all these superfoods that I need to feel my best, right? Because I've kind of been feeling like off and on, like kind of sick, to be honest, where, and I keep affirming to myself, like my body is healing and my my health is commanding my attention. And so it's like, ooh, something's trying to get my attention and I get to slow down and listen to it. And so the level, like the bandwidth of productivity this week has been way lower than my normal bandwidth for being able to cause and create things, get things done. My bandwidth has been way lower this week. I mean, you could even tell on the podcast, this is the second episode this week and I normally um, am doing three a week. I mean, four a week. And I've, so there's a level of grace and compassion that I get to have with myself of, okay, I love you. It's okay. You get to take care of yourself and you get to talk about what you're doing to take care of yourself because I would not want you as a listener, as a friend to be circling a mental beat up because you feel like your health is getting in the way of the shit you want to do because that's just the reality. At the end of the day, our health is the number one. That's number one. Not how many things you can get on your to-do list, not how fast you can get things done or how fast you can progress. Um, and so, you know, knowing that my, I've been feeling a certain way, like this morning, I took out my journal 
and I wrote down all of the things that I wanted to get done. So I knew I was going to be driving to the beach later tonight. And luckily, I'm a passenger. I'm not driving. Um, And so I wrote down, okay, I have two coaching calls. I want to clean the kitchen. I want to clean my room. I need to pack a bag. I got to send over tax stuff, like blah, blah, blah. You have your own version of that, right? Of those things that you get to do. And this is an important part of it. So step one, writing it all down, all the things that you want to get done, okay? Step one, write it down. Step two, give time estimates in parentheses behind each one of those action items. So for example, packing my bag. I'm like, all right, that's going to be about 30 minutes, right? Because I'm going to circle around my room. I'm going to be like, oh yeah, deodorant. Oh yeah, underwear. Oh yeah, do I want this dress or this dress? Oh yeah, this. You know, so being realistic. But for instance, sending an email about my taxes. Okay, well, I'm going to dedicate 10 minutes to it. Maybe it'll take longer, but if I decide, no, this is only going to take 10 minutes, then it's only going to take 10 minutes. And for example, I replied to that email and it took five minutes. But there were specific things that I told her I need to check back on and I will get back to you on. And so instead of waiting to reply to it until I had all the information, I replied to it with what I had and gave her, said Monday afternoon, I will send you the rest of the information. So the old me that was much more procrastination and perfectionistic, you know, tendencies would wait to reply to that email until I had everything ready versus, hey, this is where I'm at. This is what I got for you. This is what I still need to send you, you know? And so that's kind of like an example of messy action. So I'm getting ahead of myself. Step one, write out the things that you would like to complete. Step two, give a time frame for those things. And step three, add up the time. Is it even possible to get those things done today, right? And keep in mind, you need an hour of like making yourself a meal, sitting in the backyard to eat it, maybe 20 minutes, go for a walk. Like don't make things stacked back to back to back to back. It's not realistic and you need some breathing room. Um, You know, so this morning I even wrote, I'm like, okay, 8.30 to 9.30, take a shower, get ready. 9.30 to 10, prep on my computer, you know, get ready for coaching calls. 10 to 11, coaching call. 11 to 12, eat and sit in the backyard. You know, so I'm being on purpose with it, but I'm also being realistic with it. So step one, write it out. Step two, give the, the estimated time frames for each item. Step three, write it out. Schedule out your day and take a look. Does it feel spacious and what needs to be prioritized and what needs to be removed? Like This is really important when you are self-accountable and there's no one else except for you at the end of the day that's checking up on you. <laughs> um, it's been about four years of being self-employed and you know, it, it's up to, if it's to be, it's up to me. I have to create my own pressure points in a positive way, you know, because sometimes we have a boss or someone that's asking us for information. So it forces us to get it done and then we can relax and feel good. Um, but if you don't have a boss or if it's your own personal projects, you have to be that for yourself. 
Um, so when we're talking about anxiety about being behind, so that's just a tactical thing, okay? That's the external work of things that you can actually do to prepare for your day. But now let's talk about the internal work. Let's talk about the internal emotional state and mindset, kind of more on the law of attraction side of feeling behind, this busyness feeling. First of all, the idea of being behind is because you are comparing yourself to what you had planned or comparing yourself to where someone else is at. So Eckhart Tolle is an incredible author and he teaches a lot about the power. One of his books is called The Power of Now. And he teaches about law of attraction and create an inner peace. And he did an interview with Oprah that was amazing on Super Soul Sunday. And I'll never forget this episode because it just stuck with me. When I I listened to it in 2019 and I will never forget it. Um, So this part of it, he says, we choose suffering when we are in opposition to what is. So let's put this in context. If you are saying to yourself, I'm not supposed to be here. I should be somewhere else. Meaning I shouldn't have gained this weight. I should weigh this. I shouldn't be behind in this. I should be at this level of my project or progress. Like I shouldn't be worrying about this because I should be over here. You are arguing with reality. Because the reality is you are here. This is where you are. And so you can fight it and you can create suffering or you can come to radical acceptance and and almost like having a laugh at it of like, okay, well, this is where I'm at. And you know that where you are at is where you are meant to be because it's where you are. This episode of Joyfully You podcast is sponsored by Organifi Green Juice. I have been drinking Organifi green juice for three and a half years. I was a major fangirl of this company, so much so that they finally started sponsoring my show. So the reason why I've chosen this product to share and to declare and to give a commercial about is because it is one of the biggest sources of my energy for my mental, emotional stability and my physical well-being. I rely on on Organifi green juice. It's packed with 16 different superfoods and it's not like broccoli. It's like moringa, spirulina, chlorella, turmeric. These things that I normally would be taking in a capsule or a pill form. And the truth is I'm not going to eat all the vegetables in a day that I would like to in order to have the energy that I want. And so I drink it. Every single morning, I drink one scoop of Organifi green juice. I mix it in with water and it tastes minty fresh. And so in the bio of the show notes, you can get a link to be able to buy yourself some Organifi green juice. And if you use the code K-L-O-W, K-L-O, you get 15% off. Enjoy. Now let's get back to the episode. I'm going to say that again because it seems kind of silly, but like, I hope it helps your shoulders drop a little bit and helps you take a little bit of a deeper breath of like, okay, I'm not behind. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I know that's true because it's where I am. If you are showing up to your life, then you are doing the best that you know how. 
And when you realize there are areas of opportunity for you to show up in a bigger way or show up in a more deliberate, on purpose type of way, then you get to shift. And we shift. And we shift. And we shift. But what we're not going to do is beat ourselves up about not shifting quicker, about not, you know, like one of my clients was worried about her health journey because she feels like she's gained weight and she's terrified of going back to where she used to be. So it's all this unnecessary, um, I don't want to say unnecessary, but in a way, yes, because the worrying is a choice and it just gives us something to do. It's not actually effective for anything except it's a circle, a cycle of worry. And so I told her, I said, well, you're exactly where you're supposed to be in order to learn whatever it is that you need to learn to help you progress into that next level of what that looks like in your soul's journey. So instead of having anxiety and fear, why don't we have love for it? Like loving where you are is exactly where you're supposed to be. And accepting it and not accepting it by saying I give up, but accepting it by saying, I'm not going to fight it. I'm going to love myself exactly where I'm at. And, and I am taking these specific actions towards getting me where I want to go. So imagine like having a map. And if you were like, okay, this is my final destination of where I want to go, but you don't know where to start. We have to be really clear about where we actually are in the prog- in the process. You know, whether it's weight loss or whether it's your inner peace. How are you actually feeling right now? Are you trying to put on a happy face and saying you're fine, but you're actually really stressed out or feeling depressed or feeling lonely? Like loneliness is always the biggest thing that whenever I'm, it's either loneliness or grief. Like whenever I am feeling disconnected or I'm feeling off and all of a sudden I find myself wanting to eat more, wanting to escape my reality and like thinking like, oh, I just wish I can get high or like me and my mom being like, is it time for wine yet? You know, when I find myself reaching for that and wanting to avoid my work stuff, which is like my soul's expression, which is like my dream job. Like if I find myself wanting to avoid my dream job that I've created for myself, then I know something is off. And oftentimes when I peel back the layers, peel back the layers, peel back the layers, it comes down to grief or loneliness. And when I I realize that there's often like my heart starts to crack open a little bit, whether there's a moment of tears or I dance it out or I go for a walk or, but simply having the awareness of, oh, that's what it is. It, It instantly lets me see on the map exactly where I'm at. So it's that much easier to navigate to where I want to go. And this is why I harp on journaling so much. Like if you guys are sick of me talking about journaling, well... Too bad, so sad, I ain't gonna stop talking about it. (laughs) Because it helps strengthen our self-awareness. And self-awareness is one of the first steps of emotional intelligence. When we can more just when we can describe how we're feeling and what's happening and being able to like internally process that, the better we can do that, the better we can navigate and shift in the direction that we want to go. It's like realigning our internal energy, realigning our point of focus. So we want to always recalibrate our point of focus back to appreciation. When we find ourselves getting anxious of like, oh my God, I'm scared this is going to happen. You can start to soften the train of thought. So what I mean by that is, oh my God, I'm feeling anxious. 
it's kind of like, oh, interesting that I'm feeling anxious. Everything always works out. So I trust that they're going to work out now, you know? Okay, well, it's going to be okay. <laughs> like, you know, starting to allow that duality. You have two voices inside of you. Shit. You got a lot of voices inside of us. But the part, there's a part of you that feels anxious. But then there's also an inner wise woman that knows it's going to be okay. The, the, the practice is learning how to listen to both sides instead of only getting hooked into one thought and emotion over and over. And the best way to do this is to take yourself out of the situation. And sometimes it's easier to do this by writing, asking yourself, if this was someone else, what advice would I give them? Because that's how we activate the inner wise woman. Also, if this was a child who came to me with these exact worries and fears, how would I respond to them? That's how we activate the inner mama. You know, we all have an inner mama that knows how to nurture and care and just love. But the trick or the key is learning how to activate that version of ourselves to be projected back onto ourselves. You catch my drift? Because if we don't take the time to ask like, well, what advice would I give to someone else? Then we get stuck and just beat up of like, I'm not doing enough. I'm behind. And that is complete like scarcity mindset. And we don't have to get mad at ourselves when we do it. We just have to realize like, oh, shoot, what am I choosing right now? Okay, I'm choosing fear. I'm choosing anxiety. And this feels very real for me. So what do I need? to support myself right now? Do I need to write it all out? Do I need to map out my day? Do I need to go for a walk? Do I need to sit in the sun for five minutes? Do I need to call a friend? Do I need to do some affirmations? You know, this is like your self-love toolkit, like what's in my toolkit? And then it's also too looking at what am I filling my body with? Because our brain functions at the level of nutrition we put into our body. Are you eating shit foods all the time? Like, girlfriend, I love you so much. And your body, like, you deserve to eat healthy foods. And I'm not perfect eater. I still like in and out. And But it's ironic, though. Not ironic. It's just, like, this interesting coincidence, It's not even a coincidence. Like it's whenever I'm feeling in a low vibrational state of fear, worry, sadness, grief, like just anxiety, I want shitty foods. So it's like, like attracts like. There's a vibrational match to that emotion, to that food. Have you ever noticed whenever you're feeling confident, you're feeling like hot shit, like you want to eat healthier foods, you want to choose foods that are healthy for you. But I think that there's a lot of confusion around what healthy is and what healthy isn't. I like to look at it like this, colorful meals, whole foods, colorful and whole. If it's a single ingredient, you know, like a mushroom, a cucumber, zucchini, you know, things like that, like vegetables, but then also grass-fed beef, um, uh, uh, like free-range chicken. Like I do butcher box and I love butcher box because it, it delivers like organic meat that you know is good quality. I'm going on such a tangent with this, but I think it's important for us to talk about the whole health, you know, the mind, the body, and the spirit, and all of that contributes to anxiety. So, I hope this episode was helpful. I hope this episode was supportive. Like, you get to redirect your thoughts. When you find yourself pointed in one direction of fear and worry, of feeling like there's not enough time, 
Here are some affirmations that you can be able to affirm to yourself. First off, drop your shoulders. Take a big deep breath. Hold at the top. Slowly let it out. Oxygen does wonders for the body. And affirm to yourself, everything is working out. There's time for everything that needs to get done today. I can do anything, but not everything. I'm allowed to ask for support, help, and guidance. I am capable of prioritizing and moving things to another day if they aren't ready to get done today. I am exactly where I am meant to be. Today, I choose to show up and trust the process. It is safe to take action. I choose to take messy action today. Done is better than perfect. (sighs) All right, you guys. I hope you have a wonderful Easter. If you're listening to this and it's not Easter, well, whatever. I hope you have a wonderful day. (laughs) Sending you so much love. I am Kelsey Lowe. You are listening to Joyfully You Podcast, and I will see you on the next episode.